The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Param Vensa Almal Imitembi Ifurumileo Kuninonke Namihi Mahana Kiakoto Katoa and warm wishes to all of you. You're with Lindsay Newman and Kiwi Nicknacks on Fresh FM, your top of the South Community Access Radio Station. Kiwi Nicknacks is about celebrating and sharing the unity of the diversity and richness of our 48 different cultures here in Nelson, Tasman. And we do this through conversations with individuals who represent different countries and also organizations who serve our community whilst honoring both the biculturalism and multiculturalism of Aotearoa, New Zealand. In today's program, we will be interviewing Karen Cooper, who has settled here from Britain, and how she has brought her skills, enthusiasm and passion for our environment to create something for the community in which she now lives. Let's kick off with this vibey song from the latest Cinderella movie entitled Rhythm Nation, You Gotta Be. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds, try and keep your head up to the sky. Others, they may cause you tears Go ahead, release your fears Stand up and be counted Cause you won't unless you try You gotta be, you gotta be bad You gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough You gotta be stronger You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm Gotta keep it together All I know, all I know Love will save the day All I know
You're on freshfm.net with Lindsay Newman and Kiwi Knickknacks, a program that celebrates the unity of our hugely diverse cultural heritage here in Nelson, Tasman. In today's program, we will be talking to Karen Cooper from the UK about her settlement in New Zealand and also how she interweaves her passion for the environment with another passion, arts and crafts, which she shares through the facilitation of the increasingly popular Pretty Crafty Market. Markets, be they car boot sales, Christmas markets, freedom markets, Saturday and Sunday community markets, or even farmers markets, are quite a big thing here in Nelson, Tasman. If you haven't yet been to a market or been to one for a long time, I encourage you to go. It's not just about trading. It's about supporting local, supporting organic and sustainable goods producers, about networking with our community, listening to local musicians, and enjoying culturally diverse foods like olibolen, Maori flatbreads, power pie, sourdough breads, biltong, and dumplings. Markets are a wonderful way to immerse yourself in a melting pot of cultures in one place and get into a festive mood. Before we chat to Karen, here is a festive song out of the East African country of Uganda. The song is called Serabu by Eddie Kenzo and Masaka Kids Africana Dancing. If you want to learn some dance moves, look it up on YouTube. Here is Serabu with Eddie Kenzo.
Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM with Lindsay Newman. Fresh FM is radio for the community by the community. And Kiwi Knickknacks is about sharing our myriad of almost 50 different cultures here in Nelson, Tasman. Today we pop in for a chat with Karen Cooper about her journey from the UK to her settlement in New Zealand. And also about a community project she runs which ties in her passion for the environment with her love of handcrafts and her love of music. Welcome, Karen. Tell us about yourself and how you became interested in settling in New Zealand. I'm from a place called Northampton in the UK. It's about just over an hour north of London, about an hour south from Birmingham. But I'd been living in uh, London for about 13 years before making the move over to New Zealand. So, um, yeah, very much the opposite to life in New Zealand. Very busy and, you know, highly populated and and busy city life uh, for, for quite a few years before coming to New Zealand. I lived in South London near the river. It was lovely. But yeah, it just got to a point where the cost of living and I realised we wasn't using, you know, London's attractions as much as we did, in fact, avoiding them, I suppose, more than anything, starting to seek a bit of a quieter life and realised it was it was time to, to settle elsewhere. Um, this was with my partner, my fiancé at the time, now my husband. Um, so he was from um, Aberdeen, originally in Scotland, and we had lots of talks about where we wanted to settle, where we wanted to move to. And we just couldn't decide. We didn't want to go up to Aberdeen where he was from. It was just too cold, (laughs) beautiful, but freezing and rained and was grey. We didn't want to go back to my hometown. It it just wasn't somewhere that I ever really felt was home for me. Um, I, I felt more at home in London, actually. So yeah, we kept looking at different options and kept coming back to kind of our travels overseas that we'd done previously prior to meeting. I travelled to New Zealand in 2001 on the big OE, you know, did big travels around Australia and New Zealand and Asia and places. And actually my husband did the year before that, before we met. And actually it's one of the reasons how we kind of got together. We was match made through friends that knew that we both loved travel. Um, And I suppose our first kind of meeting New Zealand kind of featured in a lot of the the conversations um, as as being a place that we both loved um, and had really fond memories of. And around the time that we were thinking about, well, 
could we make that happen? Because we'd always said we'd love to live in New Zealand. Started to sow the seed. And, and then um, my husband's best friend, actually, from Aberdeen, ended up, long story, but ended up um, getting married to a Kiwi girl. Um, and he decided to move over to New Zealand. And yeah, it was their wedding. And we'd been invited and we went, well, this is perfect. We can go over to the wedding and see how we feel in New Zealand, you know. Um, so yeah, so we were really excited to come over to the wedding and, and kind of have a recce, kind of have a bit of a look around at some of the towns. I mean, when we were here before, we were doing what backpackers do, you know, um, jumping out of planes, swimming with dolphins, doing all these crazy things that New Zealanders are so lucky that you can do. But we wanted to sort of have a look at, you know, what different cities were like, have a little drive around staying them, have a look at house prices, you know, just just have a look at real life. So yeah, that's what we did. We came over for a couple of months and just looked at potential places and to see whether it still felt like somewhere we would want to be. Clearly it was. <laughs> We're still here. So we moved over in 2008, almost 14 years ago. It wasn't a straightforward, easy road over for us. Karen, do you want to elaborate on some of the obstacles in your process to residency? You were saying something about an event you attended and an uncanny experience. On our way to uh, Expo in London, to looking to emigrate to Australia, actually, um, we didn't think that New Zealand was an option for us. I uh, don't think we had the points or something, but there was uh, something we applied for for Australia and they invited us um, to this event. So along we went with all our documents and work histories and all that kind of thing. Um, and when we got there, we were treated quite rudely and um, apparently my qualification wasn't what they wanted. And yeah, I'd filled in all the forms and all these kind of things, but they were quite rudely like, well, you're not what we're looking for and kind of got rid of us. And we were like, well, that was rude. Kind of didn't want to go there anyway. <laughs> kind of wanted to be in New Zealand. But hey, we thought we'd try you. <laughs> um so we were left quite annoyed and we were sitting on the tube um, thinking, well, that was a waste of our time. And then we looked up and the person on the tube opposite us was sitting there with this bag, Expo, like a tote bag, and it had got New Zealand Expo on it. And we were looking at it going, what? And she was, you know, engrossed in all the literature and there was a magazine of New Zealand. And if you've ever spent any time in London, you'll know you never speak to anybody on the tube that you don't know. But we were like, we have to ask this girl. We have to ask this girl where this event is happening. So we were like, excuse me, excuse me. Um, can you just tell us where um, this event is? And she's like, oh, it's at Earl's Court. It's just, yeah. And we'd just gone past the Earl's Court stop. And we're like, so anyone can go? She's like, yeah, anyone can go. So we literally jumped off the tube at the next stop, turned around, went back, got to the New Zealand Expo and just had a fantastic time. Everyone was so welcoming, so many different stands and stalls and people to speak to about different avenues and visas and things of how you could come. And it was amazing. And we thought, this is, this is fate. So we thought this was amazing. And then there was a bit of a blow because we were filling out an application and spoke to the guy and gave the guy my date of birth. And unfortunately, I just had a birthday and was too old for the the visa. So again, we were like, oh no, that's, that's you know, that sucks. So again, we thought we won't be able to come. Um, yeah, feeling a bit deflated, especially after seeing all these, you know, beautiful pictures of New Zealand We and speaking to so many amazing people. Um, we thought, well, you know, if we won't give up, there could be another way. And then as these things 
do once you've been searching online for different things. An ad popped up on my computer uh, a few weeks later and it was a new visa and it was open to older people as well. It was like a one-year working holiday visa. We was like, okay, let's look into this. Um, and yeah, to cut a long story short, we, we got it and over we came. Um, it's That's a very <laughs> cut-down version of the events and that was that but we always had in our hearts that it was going to be more than that like we'd made up our mind we were coming for good and once we were here we knew that that gave us you know more points than our visas and if we were in employment and the right sectors then hopefully we could stay and we did wasn't easy again just after we got our residency literally was the day after we got our residency my husband got made redundant from his job and then a couple of weeks later I got made redundant from my job so it was a bit scary for a while lots of things along the way but still glad that we made the jump and yeah and then our son came along he was born here he's now 11 so yeah he's a Kiwi and yeah that was kind of our journey to here. Thank you for sharing your journey Karen we all have such different stories don't we and you certainly have had your fair share of challenges along the way. Now, Karen, you have immersed yourself fairly well into Kiwi culture, specifically a community project that you have been involved in for a few years now that resulted from some of your challenges here. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that and how people can get in touch and become involved? I suppose um, losing our jobs kind of gave us that opportunity to think about, well, what, what do we want to do? And we're in a different place now. We've got our son and, yeah, it gave us... I suppose, you know, take a positive from a negative that gives you time to, you know, like start afresh. Yeah, led us, I suppose, to where we are today. I had some health issues a few years back and, again, decided to take sort of a, a different road and ended up sort of rekindling my love of arts and crafts. I used to work in London running an arts and craft business for children. I'm an early childhood teacher by trade um, in a previous life. <laughs> and I used to teach craft classes and do birthday parties and all sorts of events around um, arts and crafts. And when we were he moved here, I stopped doing a lot of my own arts and crafts and things. Um, and then when I struggled with my health, a few years later, I kind of turned to that. I also lost my mum and my dad in quite close succession. And I needed something to kind of, yeah, help my mind and, and, and bring me back. So I kind of turned to my arts and crafts again and started uh, making things and mostly upcycled things. Like my mum never threw anything away and kept everything and all oh, it'll be useful one day. And when I went back to the UK to, to clear out their house after, you know, um, my dad passed... I found in the attic so many beautiful treasures, things that were just too important to throw away, things I'd kept for years, you know, um, old Christmas cards, birthday cards, material my mum loved sewing, amazing 1970s fabrics, my wallpaper, uh, spare rolls of wallpaper that used to be, I can remember them being on my wall with ponies and all things on. And there was spare rolls of that. And I said, oh, I've just got to take as much of the stuff back with me and turn it into something and I used to attend um, the Pretty Crafty Market um, as a stallholder and yeah I started doing that a bit more regularly and 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 making things from these it was kind of a bit of therapy for me I suppose time out from being a mum and 
just time to concentrate on me for a while and made me feel good you know doing these these crafts and obviously it's always lovely when somebody buys something you've made it makes you feel so good oh wow you know they like something that I've made and then yeah when my health wasn't so good and I wasn't working um, I had a bit more time on my hands I was starting to get a little bit better but not ready to return to work and the the girl that ran the market good friend of mine she was um, wanting to take a back step her life was getting very busy and she her life was changing and she said oh would, I'm thinking of stopping doing this would you be interested in taking it over and yeah I said you know what I think that would be perfect I'm just ready to get my teeth stuck into something and you know I'd been going to the market as as long as uh, from the first one that they that she did so kind of knew inside out how you know how it ran and everyone was there and yeah decided to take it over and I've been doing that ever since been a couple of years now and yeah it's been so interesting to meet the people that come along that want to do the market often very similar stories to mine there's you know young mums just want the sense of themselves again and a bit of time out right through to people that have retired and and have got that time now to maybe pick up crafts again or their hobby also people that you know it is their business as well and it's uh, they run their own business and they do markets on the side and all sorts of people um but the creativity and the, the talent we have in this region is just amazing it blows me away every time and it's it's been really lovely to be involved with it was a christmas market initially and then um, it, they did another one. It was the Christmas one around November and then a midwinter Christmas. And then after a while that I did it, I was realising that we could do this more regularly and we turned it into a monthly market. So that's what we've been doing for sort of the last wee while. But obviously COVID came along and things got very, very hard to keep events running. And we did. We kept it running because of mental health, really. You know, we needed something to keep going too in a time where everything was being stopped. It was really important for everybody to kind of have that place to come to and still meet. We didn't have a lot of people come into the market. It was really quiet. It became more about us creatives getting together and keeping some kind of normality in our lives in a really stressful time. And it was really important for us to do that. Yeah, and we've kind of decided to take it a little bit slower now. I've decided to take it back to the, the roots, I suppose, and run the market just the midwinter Christmas and the Christmas one for the rest of this year just because times you know are so uncertain at the moment and it's time just to kind of actually for myself to get back to my my crafting I'm feeling that the balance is out a little bit right now and I've spent a little bit too much time organizing and on the computer and that kind of thing and not enough time actually with the making things so yeah so that's the reason for that and it's just time to kind of change it up a little bit it's exciting for me to be able to get yeah the energy to do crafting again myself rather than just running the market we'll be looking for some more stall holders if there's anybody interested for the next one and the christmas one uh so the next one will be the midwinter christmas which will be on the 31st of july and we just invite anyone to that might be interested don't feel nervous everyone's so friendly it's just a really nice way to connect with other people that um, you don't have to be like a professional anything it's just you know the criteria is that it's it's handmade by you and particularly interested in um, like I say my passion is the environment and 
trying to to make things from something else you know and there's so much things that we already have we don't need to go out and use virgin materials all the time there's so many amazing things out there that we can repurpose anybody in particular that's doing those kind of things absolutely love to hear from them and would fit fit right in um, with the market but anybody anybody making something be it a hobby they just like to give it a go they can they can reach out on our facebook page pretty crafty market facebook page um, or email us at prettycraftymarket at gmail.com and just be nice to have a chat and I can tell them how, how it all works. And Karen, you also have a passion for music. How does this tie in with the Pretty Crafty Market? Yeah, uh, we've also recently kind of brought in a bit of a live music aspect to the market as well when we can. Uh, that's another passion of mine. One of the things when I moved to New Zealand was a compromise because one of my main hobbies is, is music. I'm not clever enough or talented enough to actually create my own music but I appreciate it so much it's got me through some dark times and well, I have lots of fun times as well but I love attending live concerts um it's my passion I absolutely love it to bits so yeah it was great to be able to bring a little bit of that in as well into the market and there's actually so much creative talent in Nelson that it's not hard to find yeah amazing musicians and artists as well what has been hard here is is the obviously Nelson. We don't get to attract a lot of of bigger names. Um, it's getting better. We're getting more music coming through. I do spend a lot of my time. Um, one of my hobbies. I do travel. Well, when we could, <laughs> not so much now. But I do travel to quite a lot of gigs around the country, and I have even overseas a few times. And an artist that I absolutely love, who's a Maori guy. He's called Teeks. And I've had the pleasure of attending several of his concerts. And I'm a huge, huge admirer of his work. His songs are so, so soulful. His voice is just amazing. And actually going to see him next month, it'll be the first concert in a whole year. Obviously, with COVID, it's been hard to do that kind of thing. So I am so, so, so excited. Anything by Teeks, I would absolutely love to hear. We're going to take a quick music break and listen to a song by Teeks. Amazing that Karen is such a fan that she's actually been to seven of his concerts already. Tix is a Maori musician and here we listen to his song, Remember Me. I wish I had the strength Tell you how I feel I wish I was brave Like the soldier on the battlefield See my heart it races Every time you're around And I try so hard to speak But I can't seem to make a sound I know that if I walk away I wonder what you would have said And Felt the same, but. 
It's okay I'll be right here waiting If you change your mind I don't care how long it takes I don't care about my pride If it's a thousand years Or a thousand more I'll be waiting And I'll be no lies Please remember me Please remember me Listening to Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM, radio for the community by the community. Kiwi Knickknacks is about sharing and celebrating our cultural diversity in our Nelson Tasman region and is on every Sunday at 8 pm with me, Lindsay Newman. Fresh FM broadcasts across the top of the south on 104.8 Nelson Tasman, 107.2 Nelson CBD, 88.9 Blenheim. 95.0 Eastern Golden Bay and streams to the planet on freshfm.net and on the accessmedia.nz app. If you missed any part of this program, you can download the Kiwi Knickknacks podcast on accessmedia.nz from about Wednesday the 18th of May. 
Thank you to Karen Cooper for sharing her personal experiences of her family's settlement here in Nelson, Tasman, and also how these experiences have helped her continue to build on one of Nelson, Tasman's favourite community markets for crafters, the Pretty Crafty Market. Do get in touch with Karen via her Facebook page if you want to get involved with the Midwinter Christmas Pretty Crafty Market, which will take place on the 31st of July. As I mentioned earlier, Nelson Tasman has a number of markets to enjoy, especially over weekends. As a region known for its arts, crafts, artisanal foods, there's always something going on, be it music, food, dance, arts or crafts. Also currently on the go are the Tuku 22 Whakatū Heritage Events, and also not to be missed are the Matariki festivities coming up in June. You can find out information about all these events on the websites itson.co.nz and eventfinder, that's finder with an A at the end, .co.nz. We close our program with a final song also by Teeks, a Kiwi musician who is a favourite of our guest today, Karen Cooper. Thank you for listening to Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM with me, Lindsay Newman. Until next Sunday, have a great week. Keep well, lua blacker, hambani kakuhle, hari tuatu, hoki tu mai. Here is Maori artist Teeks with his beautiful song, E koro rawa ewehe, Never Be Apart.
podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.